Welcome to the Dad Sumer Podcast, a resource for dads to help you cut through the noise. First episode. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Darren. Uh, that, that's my co-host, Darren, the sassy best friend you never knew that you wanted. And I'm also joined by Josh. Know it all. guru, expert in the corner. <laughs> I know all things. Certainly thinks he does. <laughs> At least that. Yeah, that's definitely true. Well, welcome. Today, we're going to be starting as we start every podcast episode, and this is episode one, as Darren succinctly said, with what are you consuming? So, Darren, what are you consuming right now? I'm consuming a lot. I mean, I, I just consumed some Asian Kitchen, and that place is fire. It's over there next to uh, Centennial Kroger. But I'm consuming some, uh, not like Our a lot of peeps. Yeah, not like a lot of books. Like I do have Audible, and like I do like to be read to. And there's some books that I've have been you know have been read to me lately. But I find myself consuming mostly podcasts. And there's a couple shows on Netflix. I mean, I feel like my Netflix show. And it's not not it's not Netflix. I'm sorry. It's a Prime Video. And so uh, you know this show called Hunters. I don't know if you guys. Amazon. Yeah, sorry, Amazon Prime Video. Isn't that what it's called? Come on. Well, it's called Prime Video, but for our listeners who may not know what that's called, I wanted to let them know it is also Amazon. So specifically, I'm listening to, uh, I'm watching uh, Prime Video, Amazon Prime Video. No, it's called Hunters, and it's it's actually a really cool storyline. It's about um, just just Nazis living amongst us in uh, in the U.S. and um, I guess it's it's obviously post Holocaust. It's like set in the '70s, and there's Nazis all around that the U.S. government brought in to do like some spying and to you know I, they all know that they're there, but then they're kind of making this big plot. And then there's this underground kind of Jewish um, militia that forms that's killing all the Nazis. It's and it's pretty grotesque. It's actually pretty gruesome. I think I mean yeah, Bernie, I heard it's yeah. insanely violent. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it I, is. I got to say, there's there's one scene, if I'm remembering, in episode one near a pool that I was really not prepared for, and it was very unexpected. I, he shot I, so everybody. He shot this. the kids. Yeah. The kids were floating in the water. I mean, the, the guy shot everyone, and it was because somebody made him. Well, I mean, you know. Yeah. It's the first five five minutes of the, the series. I it's going to make you want to watch it. <laughs> I've, so I haven't seen the show at all, but I've seen that scene on YouTube, and it absolutely blew me away that first three minutes because yeah. he just goes nuts and yeah. and kills everybody. Literally, <laughs> I mean, my wife everybody and I, my wife and I looked at each other, other and we're like, "Are we gonna are we gonna go forward watching this show?" Like we also started this real stupid show called Pen Fifteen, which is just penis, but it's spelled you know Pen Fifteen. Yeah, we're, you, you we, got, we were all twelve year old boys. You guys time. figure that yeah, out. I, yeah, I still write that on my hand <laughs> occasionally. Uh, so Pen Fifteen was also just terrible. It's like these two girls that are obviously in their mid twenties trying to pretend to be middle school girls and like, oh my god, I'm starting school. And it was actually it was pretty awful. Awesome. I, I gotta say though, going back to Hunters, Darren, uh, and that's that's uh, an intriguing show. Um, when I watched the first episode, it had uh, it was reminiscent of The Americans, which is one of my favorite TV shows. Oh, I've never gotten into that. People. Yeah, that's one of those that's always been on my to watch list, and I've just never had the time to devote to to what eight seasons. Of, yeah, I mean it's, it's Carrie Russell, and I can't remember the uh, the lead actor, but her real guy, real life husband, BT Dubs. Okay, uh, I, I highly Josh encourage that. Shit. I'm not trying to hijack Darren's uh, segment, but no, you're right. Americans is an incredible uh, is an incredible show. Have to check it out. 
Nice. I mean, I also I'm consuming a couple podcasts. I, I, uh, I really, I mean, I religiously listen to Two Bears One Cave every Monday as soon as it drops, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, Josh told me about that. I just find Bert Kreischer is just so funny, and I actually didn't so know who funny. Tom Segura was going into Two Bears One Cave, but now I've gone back and watched all Tom Segura's Netflix specials and kind of you know. Pre-COVID, I had a couple guys over at my house. I think we we're all either playing poker or doing something, but we found ourselves like watching all these Netflix comedy hours and specials. So it's like I just uh, I kind of gravitate towards comedy, you know, in, in this in this day and age. But uh, besides that, and then the Hunters is really my I guess a, a guilty pleasure. And Bert, have if you, you're listening, we would love to have you on our our show as as a guest. He's, he's not listening. He's absolutely yeah, there, not listening. No way. There's no way he's listening. You could send it to him, and he won't even listen. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you can send it to him with a hundred dollars and ask him to listen. I, I can't remember. Um, did, did the three of us go see Bert live? I, I feel like we yes. did. Yeah. Yes, it was with the uh, what was Dad's the, Night uh, Out. Yeah. What? What? Where was that at? It was at the, the Tabernacle. Uh, the tabernacle. tabernacle. Thank you. Yes. Josh and I had to um, wait in line, and Bernie cut in front of some other people that he knew and left us back there. I'm real, <laughs> yeah. real I, douche. I freezing cold. Yeah. I gotta say, I was impatient. I feel bad, but if you remember when you, you got should. into the show, I had a drink ready, and your seat was saved. That is true. Mini win. You did come through on that one. So, right. Josh, what are you consuming right now? So I too am. Am I'm reading a couple of books right now. Some I'm always. I, I try to always read three books at one time, uh, but they're they're separated out. Uh, productivity or self help book. Lots of self help books. Lots of self help books. I need all the self help. <laughs> Josh, if you had a million dollars, you'd read three books at the same time. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't start throwing movie nice. references at Josh because he will out reference and quote us. Yeah, you're gonna you totally take me off track because now I'm playing the movie in my head. Uh, that was Office Space for those that don't don't know. Um, so I'm always reading a, a self help productivity book, a historical uh, book, and wow. a fi fiction book. <laughs> Uh, my wow. self help, my what? Well, because I get bored with with books. With your so wife and to, kids, so you have to watch a pant load of movies, so, and you have to read all these books. Anything to be away from the family. And I think you're also saying that you, you play months. video games and, and listen to podcasts or music at the same time. I mean, uh, unbelievable, Josh. I, mean, I, I don't, I don't have that much free time, so I have to to what what James Clear calls habit stack and and put them all together and do them at the same time yeah, right. so, atomic habits that's a great book i, I read that last year book. it's really really good um, i can see so one of your kids I, knocking on the door and you're like this is dad's time i'm playing my games get out of here <laughs> well especially when i'm playing a game that they like don't need to watch like i have this zombie game um of course days uh days gone no not days gone um what's it called uh anyway it doesn't matter um but it's it's good um, so my books, can I finish my books now, please? Thank you. Yes, please. Since, since I actually read my books and don't have them read to me. Um, like oh, missing out. Burn. Missing out. Uh, so I'm reading uh, Eater, Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek, which is very good. Highly recommend. I've had that read to me, by the way. Just putting that out there. Yeah, have you? yeah good. Um, I am All reading 17, 1776 uh, by David McCulloch. Uh, which is why really Josh we're not in school anymore we already graduated you don't have to read why? that stuff is, is David McCulloch a Fox News anchor or oh, why gosh. do I know that name are no, you doing David a book McCulloch, report on that thing he writes these 
ridiculously, meticulously uh, researched historical books. He's written uh, John Adams' book. So he's the Ken uh, Burns of, of writing, essentially? Yeah, basically, basically. Um, but 1776 is all about 17, the year 1776, obviously. Um, it's not just a clever name. And there was another movie reference. If anybody mm -hmm. gets it, I'll give you a dollar. Um, so no it's... Idea. It's all about the uh, the year 1776 and the uh, battle with the British and all of that stuff. Uh, the third book I'm reading is uh, called uh, it's the from the We Are Bob series. It's like a, it's um, like a time management book or organizational no, skills. Book. Thank you, okay. jerk. Uh, this is the fiction book. So it's a, it's actually a really cool premise. This guy sells his software company in in the year we live in and signs up for this. Idea. No. It, he signs up for this thing where if you die, they freeze your consciousness or they freeze your body until they can move your consciousness into a computer. And so he wakes up 250 years in the future and all what they call uh, all AI have lost their rights and they are now supposed to be running uh, basically maintenance on these spaceships. And he has to learn how to... Um, live and kind of re well as as the book goes on uh he gets away from these people and starts to build more bobs what is what he calls them they're called bobs his name is bob so they're building more bobs um and so it's just it's all about them expanding and growing more bobs and getting it's a three book series and it's actually really good so i highly recommend that sounds intriguing. I feel like with all the streaming services, it's only a matter of time before that gets made into a TV show. Oh, on absolutely. One of these platforms. All right, don't get absolutely. me started on these streaming services because I couldn't be more disappointed that YouTube TV is dropping Fox Sports, Southeastern, and my Braves. Like I'm having what? to. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I, mean, I just said YouTube I TV. That, I think to, 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 to restate what Darren is complaining about, the Fox regional networks, because we have listeners in other parts of the country who may not know what Fox Sports Southeast is. I mean, I'm a Braves fan. It doesn't matter where, you know. Yes, that's fine. There, I mean, you all should be Braves fans out there listening to us too, but it's okay if you're not. But, I mean, Braves are awesome. But, yeah, YouTube TV, that's something I'm consuming at the moment, and I've consumed it for a few years when it was $40 a month, and now it's $65 a month. I'm, like, wanting to consume less of it. Uh, they also put a sports tier on with Red, uh, Red Zone and a bunch of other crappy channels for another $10. So call it $75 a month. I'm not paying for that, but what a garbage thing. And I was a big fan of YouTube TV because of the sports. That's what made me kind of gravitate towards yeah, it. The only now, reason I, I, yeah. I went with it was well, because it had next year. Sports. They won't have the Braves games, you know, like you're going to have to watch it on. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to switch to um, Hulu live. I think so, anyway, we were talking about streaming services and I do think that's an important uh, thing to talk about. I mean, there are so many out in the world. Um, I know me personally, I've got Amazon Prime, which is also a Prime Video. Um, I've got Netflix. I've got Disney Plus. I, I also use YouTube TV as my cord-cutting streaming option. Um, and, the, and the list just goes on and on. I don't have Hulu as well, but I don't have the, uh, the live sports. I just have the ad-supported because I'm... I'm not rich. Uh, I feel like when, when I'm rich, I'll have Hulu without ads. But right, I mean, now, you I did just ads. name seven streaming services you're consuming. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, okay, guy. I mean, you only have how many this, TVs in your house? So that was that was get off my lawn with Dan and Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you watch the Braves games too, bro. Whether you are trying to, you know, you're the one who told alert. me about that crap. I'll, I'll that pull the text up. Segment, guys. And, and look for more. Look for more. Get off my lawn every episode. 
Yeah. <laughs> we'll just sprinkle it in. One of the three of us is going to be tagged, get off my lawn, and then we'll have like a, you know, voice that comes yeah, in. Yeah, we're going to get a sound effect to go with it. Um, so, uh, I struggle with knowing what's on others. Like, I found this yeah. app, it's called Real Good that aggregates all, like you just put in the name of something and Nerd alert. what it's on. But now, it now we're segueing into the uh, segment I like to call Apps We Love. Yeah. Josh, take it away. <laughs> so it's called Real Good. and Real Good! R-E-E-L-G-O-O-D. Um, you like put in the name of a show or whatever, and it will tell you where it's playing. The only problem is I don't know that it's 100% accurate. Sometimes it it doesn't pull up yeah. stuff that is. I used a voice remote on my Roku and I'll be like, fine, you know, hot tub time machine too. And, and there's four places where it's playing. I never saw the second one. Was it any good? Yeah. I never saw to- the first one. Or the totally one. holds up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bur- one, hey, Bernie never went. Bur- Bernie, really, why don't you tell really us what good. you're consuming? I mean, Josh and I had to go through, you know, Josh's pitiful consumption model. Can you just oh, yeah, walk us so- through? Thanks, thanks for bringing us back on topic, Darren. So, uh, you know, consume, consuming things can be in a lot of things. And so for me, I'm a big foodie. Um, I, I finally tried the uh, the new Papa John's Chacaroni. It's uh, this massive extra large pepperoni pizza. It's got extra cheese. It's got pepperoni around the, the edges of the, the crust. And Was it worth it? Can you call it? Was it worth the price? It, it's, it was like 12 or 13 bucks, I think. I don't remember offhand. But uh, it's the chaperoni, and uh, I'm a big fan of Shacks to begin with. I, I have yeah, to say, of the three national pizza delivery chains, Papa John's is my favorite. So uh, I was already probably uh, in the camp of, of wanting to be pro chaperoni, and, and it lived <laughs> up to the hype. I would definitely get it again. I want to know, can you call yourself a foodie if the first thing you right. recommend is Papa John's? Right. Papa well, John's. Let's be clear, and this chaperoni is a national pizza. audience that we're talking about, so – um, if we want to go hyper local, I can certainly uh, make recommendations on pizza. But for those <laughs> listeners in Omaha, Nebraska, who may not know what oh. Antico is, um, you know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to confuse them. All right, I'll give you that. I mean, I got family in Nebraska, and there's an Antico. No, there's not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Omaha, somewhere in Middle America. <laughs> there's, a, there's probably a Shake Shack. You know what they have in Nebraska is something you've never heard of. It's terrible. It's called a Runza. Well, I don't want to say it's terrible in case you Nebraska's are listening, but it's. Uh, do you guys know what a Runza is? No, what is that? No. It's 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 I've, it's ridiculous. I've had the Runza it's, a couple yeah, times. well, this will give you the Runza <laughs> if you eat it the right way. It's basically like picture uh, and close your eyes and envision a double hot pocket. Story time okay, with two hot pockets. hot pockets. Two. It's the size of two hot pockets, and inside you've got beef. Warm beef, okay, and like steam cooked cabbage and like some sauce. So picture everyone is at the football game, right? Nebraska used to be a really good football team. Sorry, guys. National championship back to back, 95, 96, Tommy Fraser. And they, they they sit out in the cold weather, in the zero degree weather, and they eat these runzas. And, and, and it's a huge chain. It is the McDonald's of, of uh, Nebraska out there, the Runza Hut. They don't have McDonald's in Nebraska? They do, but runzas are more popular. So wouldn't the McDonald's call in? Can we take a caller? I want to take a call. Can I, can I call? Uh, yeah. How do you like the Runzas? Oh, I think they're just great, Barb. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Runzas. Okay, so when we take our when we take our podcast on the road, the first place we're going is Nebraska, and we're all going to try our Runzas on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, they definitely first, first, first live dad sumer in. Nebraska. Tear your tummy up. <laughs> 
just have this uh, this image in my head of people out in the cold in parkas with this hot steam coming off of a double hot pocket. They take a, a bite into it. It's real life, guys. You're welcome. Hey, if we're talking real life, I, I want to just segue real quick into you know, there's a thing called real talk, but this is dad talk. We're we're, we're dads humors. You know, I wanted to just take a moment and recognize that we all are dads, and uh, you don't have to be a dad to be listening to this podcast. But if you are, you're, you're welcome here anytime. This is a safe place. This is a safe space. And uh, our intent here is to bring you some laughter, tell you about things that are happening in and around the world that you may want to consider or have wondered a little bit more about. And, uh, and, you know, at the same time, we want to be better husbands and better fathers, a.k.a. dads. To get us back on topic, I was talking about the chacaroni, but then we were also talking about streaming platforms. I have to also mention that I just watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Oh, oh, I saw that too. Don't get me started on that. Don't get Josh I started. To, we we I shouldn't to have brought throw that my up. Phone in the lake. Well, I I, I got I have to admit, and and you know, um, full disclosure, I do social media for a living. Uh, the entire <laughs> the entire time while Eating I was the watching the entire time while I was watching the uh, the program on Netflix um, I had my phone in my hand and I, I, I wasn't really watching as much as I was listening so I, I, my wife will be the first to tell you that I, I am severely addicted to my phone and social media yeah that show man it, it was a I have some friends that that actually like deleted some of their social media accounts if you can believe it and um and have, and have put it away because of uh because of that and i, I always kind of knew that it went down that way but i guess them going into the science about like the algorithms and the the, the, the clicking and, and, and the addiction and i love i love like the little you know play on words with the three the three characters that were like oh what's he clicking on now and it was like <laughs> the brainchild of, of the social media it you reminded know. me a lot of that disney <laughs> pixar movie josh you probably know the name of it because i can't think of the name of it oh, yeah. inside out inside out yes thank you saw that yep took my kids to that because i'm a dad so did did anybody recognize the guy that yes. played those three guys what's he from oh man I, I played this damn game with meg i was like i know that guy he was in this uh already i'm gonna go i did i know it was the 30 the uh the bourbon show about the advertising mad men mad men yes yep. got you <laughs> did you know that because you looked it up at the no time, no no i remember it I, I mean i watched the okay. first season and a half of mad men and i i personally this is a, i'm gonna get personal with you guys for a minute here i don't like um, I don't like any movie or TV show or anything series that has to do with um, like infidelity <laughs> or cheating. <laughs> I actually just can't. I can't personally watch it. It makes me makes me it doesn't make me feel good. Uh, so when as soon as like Mad Men, she started cheating with like the the, the horse guy. I, I couldn't. I, I stopped watching yeah. season two, guys. You're welcome. Mad Men was freaking off air like ten years ago. I mean, I can talk yeah. about it. I think we're definitely past. I stopped consuming it. <laughs> I know, but, I, but I've actually never seen an episode of it. So I, I tried to watch the first season and couldn't get into it at all. It's it's too slow. Yeah. And and yeah. Katie, Finn, my wife. I continued to watch it, and she she liked it, but I just I can't. Just the way the way I'm they not. treat women and portray women, like it's actually kind of disconcerting like just the you know everything was like slapping them on the butt and like buzzing around the office they all had the, the demeaning jobs i know it was but like it's like, not like that now i don't need to relive anything or i wasn't even alive when yeah. it was like that i don't care about that stuff you know i i appreciate you uh sharing that with us darren and <laughs> i i gotta be honest i i feel the same way i don't know that i would have uh 
said that, but now that you said it, I, I, I'm a board, and uh, you know, I, I just, I just don't think that uh, that's something that we should be putting out into the universe because yeah. there's a movie. Um, there's a movie. You know, Josh will know it. It's with Richard Gere and uh, Pretty Woman, Diane Lane. <sighs> Uh, it's called. I hate that movie. Fracture. Nope. I, no, no, it's not fracture. It's um, and she started sleeping with this guy that she met, and yeah. like, and then spoiler alert, he uh, Richard Gere goes and he yeah. kills. Yeah. The, the don't guy worry, and... we're totally butchering because we don't even know the name. It's called like Unfaithful or something. Unfaithful. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. Is Anne Hesh in that movie? <laughs> I don't know. So, Probably. I don't think so. She's in everything, and then early. Yeah, 90s. unfaithful. You're right. It's called. Unfaithful. Oh man, it was, it was terrible. So, so that Same segment thing. was called "How to Poorly Describe a Movie Plot in the Name of Said Movie." We are yeah. crushing this, by the yeah. way. Yeah, they're going to be people are going to be lining up to listen to our podcast. Um, mm-hmm. No, Anne Hayes is not in that movie. I'm sorry. I, 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 I was grasping at straws there. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that that kind of concludes the, uh, the segment on what are you consuming. gentlemen let's segue into a new topic uh, i know this is something that's near and dear to josh's heart the nerdy movie minute this is where josh attempts to convince darren and myself to watch a dumb movie from the past yeah and just to give you guys a little background like josh i've known josh since i don't know middle school high school i mean honestly a little too long and and josh has uh, managed movie theaters and like movies are his passion um, I, I'm on a Zoom call with him right now. I'll just say that, and I can see all his retro movie posters that have t- been turned into like tins behind him. So Josh is a big movie buff, and I, I've seen a lot of movies, probably almost all the movies Josh has, but I just don't understand them to the level that he does. So he always likes to try to nerd out and like convince us. So just to give you guys a little background, you know, what's the movie this week, Josh? So, gentlemen, I want to take you back to the middle of the 80s to a little feature called The Last Starfighter. Now, this movie is about... Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Of course you haven't. Who was in it? it. Nobody you know. (laughs) Literally, no one you know is in this movie. Mark Hamill? Did anybody see Jaws 4, The Revenge? Is there really a fourth Jaws? There's the fourth Jaws 4, The Revenge. It's a terrible movie. If you you ever want to watch a really terrible movie, Sharknado. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's honestly a little... Like, Michael Caine crashes a plane into the ocean oh, to get on Michael Caine you said I haven't heard of anybody he's pretty famous no no, no. Michael Caine is not in the last Starfire. why are we talking Fox. about Michael Caine Josh <laughs> I think he's pretty hey, funny all right. all right all right all right here we go all right last Starfire. you're already getting me off track so there's no way you can see it taking right. yourself there's off nobody track. in the last Starfighter that you would know but it's about a kid named Alex who's recently graduated high school, and he's one of these, you know, super smart guys. But he lives in a trailer park with his family. Darren, I can already see you getting bored. Is this an eighties movie? Yes, it's an eighties movie. Okay, okay. So, stay with me. So he's one of those guys that fixes everything around the trailer park. Everybody's kind of pulling him in a hundred different directions. Well, during the movie, he just he finds out that he didn't get into this college that he wants to go to, and he's really upset about it. Is his face but, messed up? Is it that one? No, his. No, that, you know what I'm talking mask. about? No, it's not the mask. Oh, the mask. Wait, yeah. Is this, is, it the, is this the mask? No, it's not is, the mask. Okay. Is this over the top? This sounds like over oh, the top. That's a good it's one. It's not over the top. That is a good movie, but it's not over the top. It has nothing to do with arm wrestling. So in the trailer park, there is a video game 
called The Last Starfighter. And Alex is really good at this video game. But what you don't know is that this video game is actually a recruiting tool for an intergalactic army. So Alex beats the game and this guy shows up and wants to take him to space to become a starfighter. So this is the uh, group that is fighting the galaxy, trying to save the galaxy against Zerg and the impeding right. armada. That's He's a hell of a description. I mean, I'm I trying. Think you, you, I think you lost me when you started talking about space. It's 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 to defend against Zerg and the Kodan Armada. So the Kodan are this group of warriors. Zerg from Toy Story? No, not that Zerg. You That's what I was wrong. thinking too, Darren. No. Dads. No. Okay. So <laughs> Zerg and and the the Kodan Armada, they blow up the hangar that all the starfighters are in and kill all the starfighters oh. except for Alex. He is the last starfighter. Mm, so he has clever. to take on the entire armada and win the day. And I'm not going to spoil it for you. You just told us the whole movie. And, and last question, is Zerg, an, is Zerg an emperor? He is. Wait, so Josh, I, I need to know like uh, how many starfighters out of town, or what, what's your rating criteria? What, what do you rate this movie? So I would, I, I always rate my movies on a must see in the theater, a rental, uh, find it on streaming and pay for it, or watch it if it's on TV, or don't see it at all. That's a lot. That's a big scale. Can you hit that one more time? Just hit that scale. Which one again. is watch it on Laserdisc? Which one is that? <laughs> that's 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 lower on the on the totem pole, but it is definitely a must see. Sunday afternoon, rainy day. Watch it on on when it shows up for four ninety nine on on iTunes, or if you go on any type of you know illegal downloads, which I don't recommend. But if you do, find it, watch it. It's great. How so you're recommend? saying if if you if you end up going to prison and someone says, "Why are you here?" You're going to say it's because I illegally downloaded the last. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't download illegally I, and I haven't since college I don't download any movies or anything I I am a movie purist I want to give my money to these people so that they will make more I because I, I want to continue to consume all of the movies that come out and I think that that now with all of the stuff that's going on movie theaters are, are going the way of the dodo like I think that it is going to take a major shift in their model going forward. And I think you'll see this. I think you'll see more that are becoming restaurant type of, of theaters that are showing retro movies and kind of doing an experience around it yeah. versus, I don't you know, know. Just I'm, going, I'm not trying to consume Mulan for 30 bucks or whatever movies coming out next. Like uh, Trolls, yeah, Trolls, yeah, 2, Trolls 2, Trolls 2 was a nightmare. With I mean, it's a lot, you know, like <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot to, you know, they could drop a new movie every month, every streaming service like Disney or whoever owns the rights like Marvel, you know, all that stuff will drop to a new streaming platform. And if they're going to charge you like 30, 50 bucks a month, Mar for, Marvel will never go directly to streaming ever. They're, where are they going to play movie, it? All the movie theaters are closed. No, but so that's what will keep movie theaters going is these tentpole movies if you've ever heard that term. So these are movies that are, so movie theaters or movie studios have tentpole movies that are propping up the rest of their movies. So they're called tentpole movies. Mm -hmm. And you will have these. That's why all these movies are getting pushed. Those like are the Black, films that Black come Widow. out like the 4th of July and Christmas, right? Those right, are the exactly. The big, summer the big blockbusters, blockbusters that, 
that you know tenet is a perfect example of a, a tentpole movie but it didn't get that push because of what's going on in the world which tenet was an amazing movie but it, it, it didn't have nearly the the box office run that it could have if it had come out at a different time yeah, but, but I think, Josh, you, you hit on something that's that's key. It needs to be experiential because not only are we seeing that with movie theaters, but I would argue that, in fact, we're seeing that with sporting events as well. Yeah, 100%. You know, now, now that people have home entertainment systems, big screen TVs, whatever you want to call it, um, there's less of a push or an urge to want to watch the – the sport live and in person when they can watch it from the comfort of their own home. Absolutely. And so I think – I think sports is, uh, is is kind of struggling to reinvent themselves at the same time. Well, that's why all of the, you know, baseball, especially all the stadiums that have been built in the last five years are much smaller than, you know, these gigantic old stadiums that they used to have. And they're, they're more about things to do around, like Atlanta is the perfect example. It has the battery right there where all the restaurants and all the things you can do outside and it, and it becomes an experience. So I think, movie theaters will have to do something along those lines to get people to come in and to, to leave there. I mean, I agree with you hundred percent. I have an 80 inch TV in my office that I can watch a movie on with surround sound and, and, you know, two months after it comes out. So why on earth would I go and spend money in the theater except for the only time I go to a theater is for movies that I absolutely have to see. I, I braved COVID to go see Tenet because I love Christopher Nolan. And I, I, I was so excited about that movie, and it did not disappoint. But I, I don't think that I am the norm. I, I think that's a nice uh, segue into a, a topic that I wanted to kind of surprise both of you with. Um, and, and that is uh, a big part of why people are unwilling to maybe go to sporting events anymore, or maybe why you're seeing the shift to restaurant-type movie theaters is people want to be able to consume beverages and adult beverages is really what I mean, um, in their own home and at less of a cost. So this, the segment is, what, what's in your glass, gentlemen, as we're recording this? Uh, water for me tonight. Boom. I, did not, I, I, I know, I know. I did not plan ahead, so I apologize. Darren, what about you? Well, I am a big bourbon fan. I love uh, you know bourbon whiskey. And I've got an old Fitzgerald 13-year bottled and bond I'm sipping on. Neat. How about you, Bernie? So I, like you, Darren, I'm a big bourbon fan. And uh, tonight I'm just sipping on some uh, Larceny bourbon with one large ice cube. Nice. Excellent. I'm, I'm jealous. I have some, some nice bourbon upstairs that I should get, but I don't feel like walking all the way up there. All right. Now let's segue into our next segment. This is something we like to call Just the Tip with Darren just to see how it feels. All right, so just the tip, dads. This is, uh, it's an important tip. I'm talking about your wife's birthday. All right, now I know you all oh, yeah. have. Yeah, Meg's was, was just this week, wasn't it? Just had it. And I'm going to teach you guys how to deliver an, an excellent birthday experience. So <clears throat> I work for a, uh, what, at the time I was working for a, a security software company, and I made our President's Club, which was pretty cool. Uh, Josh is actually working with me on this in this company, and and we were supposed to go to Hawaii with the wives. So I promised my wife this big, elaborate four five day Hawaii trip. And the company I was working for divested me, actually split me and my friend Josh here over to a new company, and they didn't owe us anything. But guess who wasn't going on that trip? <laughs> this guy. So 
as a consulting prize, I guess, or whatever you call it, concession prize. I don't know. Some consolation. Yeah, that yep. real crappy prize that I ended up getting was uh, <clears throat> a twenty five hundred dollar gift card to the Four Seasons, which was which was very nice. They didn't have to do anything, but it wasn't a you know eleven thousand dollar trip to Hawaii. So I sat on this thing for like two years, and I, and now of course in the middle of the pandemic, I'm like, hey Meg, let's go to. Uh, you know, Scottsdale, or I want to go stay at a Four Seasons that has a, an awesome golf course for me to play. And, and we're like, well, it's not really good timing right now. And I'm just thinking I could sell this thing. I looked on eBay, could sell a $2,500 gift card for two grand. And what I decided to do was send my wife and her sister to the Four Seasons in downtown Atlanta and just got them pampered. You know, I told them they had 20, you know, 24 hours to spend $2,500. So they actually, um, they actually got uh, dual like massages, like seventy-five minute massages each. They got mani pedis, put them up in a really fancy like eight hundred dollar a night room, which was crazy. That had a terrace, and they charged all their you know food and drinks and everything to the room. And you know, I asked her, I was like, "You guys should go out and uh, and you know go out on the town." have a nice dinner. And what they wanted to do was just stay in the room in PJs. You know, my wife has been working <laughs> so hard on like That's virtual awesome. school for the kids. And, you know, she's just exhausted all the time. So I gave her that gift card and sent her and her sister on their way for, you know, 24 hours of bliss and quiet and no, no husbands poking them around and no kids bothering them all day. So that that's my tip guys. The tip is really, it doesn't matter if it's a $2,500 gift card or, you know, what the reasoning is, but just, uh, do something to just, you know, put your put your spouse on a pedestal and, and make them feel like uh, they're a super important part of your life. And that's what I, I'm constantly trying to remind myself how important she is and how much she does for me and this family. So uh, that's why I, you know, did that for her. I will, I was just gonna just gonna chime in that that Hawaii trip was really awesome that you didn't get to go on. <laughs> How was my trip? I did did get to go. (laughs) You quit like two weeks after that, too. I I put in my notice on the trip from the hotel room. (laughs) So that's a backstory I didn't know. But circling back to, you know, the tip. I know it was only supposed to be the tip, Darren, but that was deep. And uh, I I appreciate you sharing. I get pretty deep. The innuendo is is rampant. Uh, But but, but I have to say that... uh, that's that's pretty darn cool, and uh, Meg is, is is a lucky woman. And so my question though to you, Darren, and, and really this is a question that all the the dads want to know the answer to is, how long does that does that carry you? Mm. I mean, is that you know what's the I don't know I don't know the best way to ask that question, but how much play? Not not that's the wrong word. How much? how much else will you get outside of like, how many times can you use that to do what you want to do? Hmm. Yes. I mean, I don't necessarily think of it that way, but I mean, 60% of the time it works every time. time. You know what I mean? So no, I'm just kidding. uh, It's funny you say that uh, Bernie, because uh, I had, I had breakfast with it with a friend this morning, a neighbor, and I told him that story and he's like, I can't believe you did that. Why don't you just like go, play golf or go stay in some awesome hotel and uh and then he's like well hopefully you you know that worked out for you you know <laughs> and like well yeah yeah things are good i mean everything is great that's almost why i sent her on the trip in the first place right everything is good yeah, home, but yeah. um it's yeah. that it's that old adage happy wife happy life right absolutely right. all things start and end with that All right, well, that concludes our first episode of Dad Samurai. We hope you all enjoyed it. On behalf of myself, Darren, and Josh, 
this has been something that we've had in the works since before COVID. And it finally took us getting off of our duffs to make this come to fruition. I'm a big firm believer in the expression, perfect is the enemy of done. And by no means was this perfect. But please, but it's done. Sure. And we had fun. <laughs> yeah, we did. So please be sure to tell all of your fellow dads about this podcast. Subscribe after you figure out how to find this podcast. <laughs> We're on Anchor. Has anyone, anyone heard of Anchor? Download the app. Anchor? Anchor's away. And uh, and find us on Twitter right now, at Dad Simmer. Have a fun storm in the castle. <laughs> <laughs>